afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest. Welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, and see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf ebooks and videos, and or to book a lesson with me at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia or virtually from anywhere in the world through our partner at golfliveapp.com. And you can sign up for our free email tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email. All right, expectations. We're going to be talking about the proper expectations in golf and and, and how critical it is to your success on the golf course. And uh, I think it's going to surprise you. I mean, I think it's going to surprise a lot of you guys out there, guys and girls figuratively, guys figuratively. I mean, um, look, we all watch golf, right? I, I mean, happen to watch a lot of golf this weekend, uh, in particular – um, I had a chance to sit down and watch a couple hours of the Live Golf Tournament and just some phenomenal shots. I mean, from all over the golf course, phenomenal shots, right? Eagle putts from, you know, 65 feet, chip-ins from 175 yards, flop shots um, from six yards, right? And, and, and falling, dropping in. So just incredible shots. And, and I, I think, and, and when I say I think I know, it sets up amateurs for – incorrect expectations or false expectations if you would and and that's a problem right and not only in golf but in life right if you have the improper expectations you're going to be let down just when you say that out loud you know improper expectations are going to lead to failure right um i, I think in golf it, it just you assume you're going to get it close every time right you're 100 yards in you're going to get it close every time you're 50 yards in oh you know i have a my 50 yard shot is like a little half sandwich if you would boom all right and when it doesn't go exactly how it goes in your mind that that feeling if you would or that failure right and that self-doubt starts to creep in and again just when you say that out loud it's going to start you know running into other shots and other holes if you would and overall you know have a negative impact on your score so um, i thought today we'd figure out and, and actually go through some proper expectations um, at different levels, different handicaps, if you would. And that's going to absolutely lead to better golf. I guarantee it. So let me give you an example, right? A 15 handicapper, right? A 15 handicapper hits a wedge shot from like 50 yards and they hit it to within 20 feet, right? I just had this happen to me on a playing lesson over the weekend. All right. Guys in his late sixties, he's a 15 plus handicapper and he put it within 50 or was it within 50 yards and he dropped it right on the green within 20 feet. And he drops his head, if you would, uh, like he's bummed out. He's disappointed, all right? And I said to him, I said, hey, man, would your reaction be different if you learned that the actual shot was really much better than average? And he goes, well, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, look, if, if you knew that, you know, from 50 yards and you pushed it within 20 feet of the hole, right, that that was way better than what, what the average is at your level, would that change the way you feel about the shot? Would it change your paradigm? And he said, well, yeah, I, I guess it would. I said, I guess or it would? He said, well, yeah, it would. I said, well, look, man, we, we got a lot of work to do. Right? <laughs> we got a lot of work to do because that's an excellent shot, my friend. Um, and, it was, and on top of that, the ball is a little bit below his feet, right? So that makes it even harder. So, but, um, and we're going to talk through all these numbers. But look, of all the golf mis uh, mistakes that are made out there, the ones that are tied to people's expectations are the costless. And why is that? Well, because when they don't understand the relative difficulty of certain shots, as an example, a ball be a little bit below your feet, they tend to make decisions that get them in trouble or the wrong decisions. And maybe even worse, 
than that, they mentally are checked out. They, they're frustrated with the outcomes relative to their level because they, they're, they're worse than they think they are, right? Um, or they're not as worse as they think they are, I should say. I think the good news to this problem is, is that if you, if you had a better uh, paradigm, if you had a better lens, all right, as to what the data really says, right? What, what, what does a five handicapper do? What does a, a, a 10 handicapper do? What does a 15 handicapper do? And you measure yourself against those criteria, you're going to find you're not nearly as bad as you think. And when that happens, we all, you only have to play golf once or twice to know that confidence is king, right? And the mental game of golf is king, right? So I thought we'd go through some stats here um, from our friends at Arcos Golf and Golf Digest. If you don't know who Arcos is, they were one of the first manufacturers to make those little sensors that go on the back of clubs. Today, they have an entire uh, line of, uh, of uh, distance trackers, if you would. I forget exactly what stat trackers, however you want to call it, right? But they basically track every single stat um, with the shot. It's amazing. Um, and they have a system, that tracking system, they have over 750 million shots from more than 16 million rounds across the world. So that gives them an easy, easy database, if you would, to benchmark against, right? Because they know the people's handicaps for the most part, and they know exactly what they're shooting every round that they take. So it's a pretty extensive database. And um, some of the results I think you're going to find are surprising. So what I thought we'd do today is just roll through some of them. Um, I'm going to kind of pose it in like a question, like, what do you think would be this? And I'm going to tell you what the answer is, right? So let's start with, um, with driving distance, right? And we'll start with what the PGA Tour leader. The PGA Tour leader right now, and this is no surprise if you've been watching golf lately, is Cameron Champ, right? His, his average drive, his average drive is 321.4 yards, right? That's amazing to me, 321.4. That's 21 plus yards better than the PGA Tour average, right? If you're a scratch golfer, you're an amateur golfer, but you're a scratch golfer, your average is 261. If you're a five handicap, it goes down to 249. And if you're a 10 handicap, it goes down to 232, right? All those numbers that I just gave you are above average. If you're a 15 handicapper, it drops to 219. And if you're a 20 handicapper, it's just barely over 200 yards. So think about what I just said, right? If you're a 15 handicapper, which is the average, the average handicap is between 15 and 17, hasn't changed for over 50 years, right? And you're driving the ball 225 yards and you're upset about that drive, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. On a given day, maybe you're crushing the ball and that, that one didn't happen. But by and large, your average is 219. 219. Right? And I know there's plenty of 15 handicappers that get, that get very frustrated when that drive lands at 219, right? They want to see that ball go 250, 260, whatever the number is in their mind, right? So the, imagine that, right? They hit one right up the middle, right, right down the fairway. It's 219 and they're frustrated, right? And it doesn't even make any sense. It makes zero sense. So it, it, if, if you turn the podcast off now, I hope you don't, but if you did, right? you'd get an un a better understanding of, hey, man, maybe I do got to find what the proper expectations are, all right? Let's talk about approach shots, right? Approach shots between 200 and 225 yards. The PGA Tour leader is no, no uh, um, surprise here, Victor Hovland, right? If you've just watched him play a couple times, man, he's crushing the ball. 
He puts it within 33 feet, two inches. The PGA tour average from 200 or 225 yards or in between there, I should say, is 41 feet. So Victor is almost entire nine, 10 feet better. The scratch golfer puts it within 80 feet, double, double the tour average. A five handicapper puts it within 95 feet. A 10 handicapper puts it within 119 feet. And a 15 handicapper, again, the average golfer out there, the average Joe, is 145 feet away, right? 145 feet, 0.3 inches to be exact, all right? A 20 handicapper is 173 feet away, right? That's a long way away. So if you're that far out, you probably got a three wood or a three hybrid in your hand or something, a large club, bigger club anyway, right? And you put it within 100 feet, you're underneath the bar of a 10 handicapper and approaching a five handicapper. So great shot. I mean, great shot. Do you want it tighter? Of course you do. Could you hit it tighter? Yeah, you could have. But on average, right, it's a fantastic shot. Let's get a little closer. Same kind of a shot, approach shot, this time from 175 to 200. The tour leader here, PGA Tour leader, is Tom Hogue. He's within 26 feet, right? The PGA Tour average is 34 feet. That scratch golfer that we all want to be, and we Ben Hogan says we could all be a scratch golfer, by the way, is 54 feet. Five handicap is 64 feet. A 10 handicap is 76. A 15 handicap is 93 feet, almost 100. And a 20 handicap is 107 feet away from the hole. So there again, you're 175 yards out. You know, you're a 15 handicapper. You probably got some kind of hybrid or big iron or low, low iron, I should say, in your hand. You know, four iron, three iron, maybe your five iron with today's clubs. Who knows, right? And you drop that within uh, 80 feet. That's a phenomenal shot. Absolutely phenomenal shot. Pat yourself on the back and sink the putts. Make sure you make it two putt, but you know, you get the idea. All right, let's dial it in a little closer, right? This is where people's, I think, and what I see anyway when I do these playing lessons from when you're when you're 175, 200 yards out, people don't get too upset. As long as they get on the green, they're ecstatic, right? But now when you get between 150 and 175 yards, now people start really getting out of out of line with their expectations. The PGA tour leader is Vaughn Taylor, 23 feet. The PGA Tour average is 28 feet. A scratch golfer is 42 feet. That actually surprised me, right? You're 150 out, probably a, a nine iron for a scratch golfer, and they're 50 feet or 49.8 inches, right? That kind of surprised me. I thought it'd be less than that. A 10 handicapper is 57 feet. A 15 ha handicapper is 67 feet, man. And a 20 handicapper is 78 feet, all right? Let's dial it in even further from 125 to 150 yards. For many of you out there, it's a pitching wedge or a nine iron. The tour leader is Matsumura at 19 feet, one inch. The tour average is 23. Let's just talk about that for a second, right? The tour average from 125 yards out is 23 feet, four inches. Again, that number sounds really large to me. Because when you see them on TV, it seems like they're always closer than that. It seems like if they're not 23 feet or if they're 10 feet, they're upset. Right? And so they have really high expectations. I get it. They're on another level. But from 125 yards, the tour average is 23 feet, 4 inches. That scratch golfer is 34 feet. That 10 handicapper is 45 feet. The 15 handicapper is 51 feet. 
and that 20 handicapper is 58 feet. All right. All right. Here we go. Inside of 100, right? Or now, excuse me, not inside 100. 100 to 125. You can't two chip from here. It's one of our three fundamentals. No two chips inside of around 100 yards, right? The PGA Tour leader from 100 to 125 yards is Justin Thomas, right? Not playing real well right now. Going to the Ryder Cup, though, man. And I think he's practicing well. He probably found his game if you would. I don't even know. You'd even say he lost it, but he had a little hiccup there, right? But Justin Thomas is still the tour leader at 15 feet, 6 inches. The tour average is 20 feet. That scratch golfer is 25 feet. The five handicapper is 33. The 10 handicapper is 38 feet. And your 15 handicapper, 80% of you out there, is 44 feet. And the 20 handicapper is 48 feet. And those numbers sound big to me as well, right? You're only 100 yards out and you're a 20 handicap and you can't get it within 50 feet. But the numbers don't lie. That's what it is. All right. So inside of 100. The scoring zone. If we can't score here, we're not going to have fun, right? We're, de- we're definitely not going to have fun. And I think, again, the- these numbers are going to be surprising, right? Um, the PGA Tour leader, again, is no surprise. Excellent short game, Justin Thomas, within 11 feet, right? The PGA Tour average is 18 feet. So 75 to 100 yards, Phil Mickelson, you know, wh- whoever it is. I can't say Phil Mickelson anymore because he's on the Live Tour, but well, maybe you can because the Live and PGA are the same. But you know what I'm saying, right? You can pick any one of these tour pros, right? And they're within around 18 feet on average. And again, it sounds big, but then watch some of these holes. It, it, it's, it's, you'll see it every single time, right? That five handicap, excuse me, the scratch is 22 feet. The five handicapper is 28. The 10 handicapper is 32. Our 15 handicap is 35 feet. And that 20 handicap is 39 feet. And that's from between 75 and 100 yards. And if, if we can't knock it close from that distance, we are our likelihood of scoring, we're actually going to go through some putting stats as well, but our likelihood of scoring or picking up a stroke, stroke gain is not high, right? But those numbers are the numbers. All right, here's the smallest chip that we have, right? From 50 to 75 yards, the PGA Tour leader is Webb Simpson, 7 feet 11 inches. The PGA Tour average is 16 feet. I mean, I can bet... A lot of money that the majority of these people listening to this this uh, podcast here would have lost the bet that I, that I said, "Hey, look, does the average tour pro from 50 yards drop it within uh, 10 feet?" Most people would have said yes. It's not true. It's 16.1 inches, 16 feet one inch. The scratch golfer is just under 20 feet at 19 feet and six inches. A five handicap is 24 feet. Ten handicap is 28, and a 15 handicap is 31. And you 20 handicappers out there, and you know this to be true, you just can't dial in the wedge game. You're 35 feet away and probably three putt. (laughs) I'm just kidding, right? But you get the idea, all right? Here's some other things. We we did a whole other podcast on stats that matter and stats that don't matter, right? I'm a big fan of the the Hank Haney uh, mythology, if you would, you know, know, what you should track, the only three stats that matter, and that's penalty strokes, Greens and red, <laughs> penalty strokes, two chips, right, and three putts. Everything else is just noise, right? If you're not a a, a plus handicapper, meaning you're underneath the uh, handicap average, you're you're not a a, a minus, you're a plus, right? Um, then you you should only worry about penalty strokes, two chips to the green, 
from inside of 100 yards and three putts. We did a whole podcast on that. But look, most people don't pay attention. Most people watch golf and they read about golf. And so whatever the pros are tracking, you know, it's good enough for them. It's good enough for me, even though it doesn't really make sense. But here we go. The greens and regulation stat. The PGA Tour average from greens and regulation is only 72.2%. And that's held by Scotty Scheffler, right? Uh, excuse me, that's the leader, not the average. He's the leader. That's no surprise, man. He's had a phenomenal season, probably a phenomenal two seasons. The tour average, though, is only 65%. Only 65% of the time, they hit greens in regulation. A scratch golfer is just over 50 at 56% and steadily downhill from there. Five handicap is under 50% at 48. A 10 handicapper is 37. A 15 handicapper, 27% of the time, less than one third of the time, they hit the green regulation. And that 20 handicapper only hits it 20% of the time or 21% of the time. So less than 20% of the time, that ha- that 20 plus handicapper is hitting a green regulation, right? So it's certainly not as important as people think it is. Proximity to the hole, all right, from a bunker. So let's call it, it's a green side bunker. All right, so how close do you get it from a greenside bunker? The PGA leader, again, no surprise if you've been watching him play, is Victor Hovland, phenomenal out of the bunkers. He hits it to within seven feet, one inch every time. The PGA Tour average is nine feet, nine inches. A scratch golfer almost doubles that. That's, that's, that's amazing to me, is 19 feet. A five handicapper is 22 feet with a 10 handicapper at 25 and a 15 handicapper coming in at just at 28. And that 20 handicapper is almost 30 feet. So that 20 handicapper, you're in the sand and you're on a, in a greenside bunker and you hit it within 20 feet. If you're upset, you're out of your mind. That's two thirds better than the rest. Right? So that's a phenomenal shot. And, uh, and you better pat yourself on the back, celebrate those victories. Here's another stat that's crazy to me. Um, we're getting now into putting, I should have said. But putting, right? when I do putting lessons, I'm amazed how many people are furious by missing putts, right? Furious, right? They're not so mad when they miss a green. They're not so mad when they duff a drive or their seven or their five iron goes, you know, 109 yards, right? But they're furious when they miss a putt, right? Um, and, and there's a, we did a whole podcast again on putting and everything. But, but my point is, is that people really, really have improper expectations when it comes to putting, right? So, Putting from 20 to 25 feet, the best putter, and this kind of sh- surprised me, um, is Camillo Villegas. The, the the I can't even say his last name. Um, V-I-L-L-E-J-A-S. I never cannot pronounce that name. I don't know. So I apologize. All right. The PGA Tour average, just 12.9% of the time do they sink a putt, right? 12.9. Camillo... He sinks 25% of the time. A scratch golfer, only 7% of the time. An eight handicap, excuse me, a a 10 handicap, right, is only 5% of the time. I think I missed a five handicap. A five handicap is only 5.7. That 15 handicapper, your 15 handicapper, the average guy out there, average guy or girl, and you're between 20 and 25 feet. You make that putt only 4.9% of the time, but yet you're upset when it rolls by by six feet, all right, or four feet or two feet or two inches, right? Two inches I get because, you know, it's got close. That 20 handicapper, you only make it 4.5% of the time, all right? So 
really, really long odds, especially as you get into the average golfers, right? Some of these pros are off the charts. I mean, Camillo making 25% from 20 to 25 feet is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, right? Um, almost a full 50% better than his competitors on the tour, right? All right, so putting from 10 to 15 feet. You, you, you had a great shot. You got a great approach. You're within 10 to 15 feet, and you think you're going to make it, and you're furious when you don't. Well, the PGA Tour average, or excuse me, I shouldn't say that. The, the tour leader is Alex Warbin, and he's at 42%. He almost makes one out of two. The tour average is only 30%. A scratch golfer only makes 17%. A five handicap almost makes, excuse me, almost, only makes 14%. A 12, excuse me, a 10 handicapper only makes 13%. And a 15 handicapper only makes 12%. So 12% of the time from 10 feet, you're going to make that putt. 12%. There is no chance anyone on this call thinks thinks that way. when on. I get it. You want to have high expectations. That's one thing. You know, tell yourself you're going to make the putt. I get it. You're focused and all that stuff. Um, but when you don't make it, you know, you really have no right to be furious, right? 12% of the time. And a 20 handicapper is 11.3. One thing that I notice about putting is that, you know, while the the indexes have a lot to do, and there's a huge delta uh, on different shots, especially uh, approach shots and stuff. Putting's not that much, right? Um, the 15 handicapper from 10 feet makes 12%, and the 20 handicapper makes 11.38%. So that's not a big, big variant there, right? All right, putting from six to nine feet, though, this is where things really start to get fun. The PGA Tour leader is Adam Long. He sinks about 70%, 69.03. The PGA Tour average is 57 so just over half the time from six to nine feet they miss or just under excuse me they miss a scratch golfer misses almost one out of three at 37 percent a five handicapper absolutely misses two out of three and they only make one 29 percent a 10 handicapper is 28 a 15 handicapper is 26 and a 20 handicapper is 24 so one out of four times from six to nine feet you make it and i guarantee you those other three you're upset <laughs> right it's kind of fun, actually. All right, three feet putting, three feet to five feet, right? Not ne- not necessarily a gimme, right? Unless you play with some of the people I've seen out there, right? but it's you know it's not inside the grip, so it's not typically a uh, a uh, a gimme. But inside of three to five feet, PGA Tour Pro, the leader is Chesson Chesson Hadley, right? I'm probably mispronouncing that as well. At ninety eight percent. Guy is almost money. The PGA Tour average is 96.83%. A scratch golfer, this surprised me, is 76%. So they miss 25% of the time. I would not have guessed that. A five handicapper, it makes only 70%. A 10 handicapper, 68%. And a 15 handicapper is 61%. Again, not that much of a variant. And a 20 handicapper makes 60% of them, right? So they're going to miss 40%. Right. That doesn't surprise me either. Right. From three to five feet, you read some break into it. Your speed is way off, whatever, but you're going to miss 40% of the time. Okay. So I hope that kind of helps, you know, what the expectations should be. Right. Versus the PJ. By the way, all these stats are from last year's tour. Right. Uh, two, two, what is it? 2021, 2023. Um, and it should give you a realistic expectation the next time you play. Right. Look, you know, uh, golf is crazy mental. Again, I, I always joke with people, but it's no joke. You only have to play one time 
one time to know how crazy mental the game is, right? And if you're going to set yourself up for failure, right, from prior to the round and then for four and a half plus hours, right? I live in the Northeast, so if you're on the weekend, it's going to be five and a half plus hours. For five and a half plus hours, you're going to beat yourself over the improper expectations. How in the world can you expect to have a good round, right? Let's flip the script a little bit and go the other way, right? For five and a half hours, you're positive about your your stroke. You're realistic about your strokes, right? And you just say that out loud again, and you know you're going to have a better round. You know you're going to have a better round, right? So let's set the proper expectations, right? Let's stay with them, all right? I, I'm not saying don't don't try your hardest. Don't 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 visualize yourself making every shot. I I, I get it. But at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. So let's not beat ourselves up, right? I think if you, I, I don't think, I think if you know, right, what your strengths are. So you have you have these numbers, right? And you play to play your strengths and you know your weaknesses. You can compare yourself, right, to golfers everywhere. And you now have a roadmap of what you've got to work on, right? It's really that simple. That's all we do at Imagine Golf is work on people's weaknesses, Right. So at the end of the day, though, those expe- the whole, whole gist of this podcast is the expectations. Have the proper expectations when you go in, all right? So look, that's all I have. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the follow button on wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to check out our site, imaginegolf.com. And you can follow us on all the social media platforms. Um, we're on all of them. And by the way, um, shout out to uh, Imagine Golf. We, we're on uh, Sports Illustrated um, Digest, if you would, or Sports Illustrated uh, website, I should say. Um, we were on um, Golf Digest, right? And um, we had over we had two videos go over three million views, right? Don't ask me how it happened because <laughs> I I have no idea. But um, our our social media presence is starting to take off, and we really really appreciate that. And we just surpassed not too long ago a hundred thousand downloads for the podcast. So again, um, a pretty decent milestone that doesn't doesn't happen without you guys and girls out there. So here's to getting you the game that you've always imagined. <laughs>